right, welcome to the Bull Rush. This is episode 38. I am Ty Miller, and tonight I'm joined by Scott Fish and Dynasty Frank. What's going on, fellas? What's going on, man? Say, uh, <laughs> I love your intro there. I was re-listening to the first episode, and, <laughs> and <laughs> I think you introduced it something like, hey, this is the Bull Rush. <laughs> <laughs> In that voice, too? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Hey, guys, welcome to episode 38. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Frank's here. How you doing, Frank? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not doing well. I'm not doing well at all. All right. So you guys can just do this without me. I don't care. All right. So anyway, um, let's go. On. Oh. Let's just do the show. No, oh, I'm sorry, Frank. What's wrong? What's wrong? I don't know. Go Talk to the news to and notes. I guess we got to just go to the news and notes. And then we're here we'll for you, buddy. We're here we're... for you. Hey, Pierre Garcon cares. I'm just saying. I hope Jamal Charles's ACLs, both of them, tear freaking hey, off his body. I don't care. I don't care anymore. Say, I don't care anymore, Ty. Things? I just don't care. Okay. <laughs> A plague on both your fantasy football teams. A plague on both of them. <laughs> damn it. All right. Just so saying. I guess we should see why why Frank's wishing freaking locusts on here on us here. <laughs> um, so the news broke today that Josh Doxson has been dealing with an Achilles injury, and they're kind of holding him out until he is absolutely 100%. It's just not going as well as they had hoped as far as his rehab. So He'll so let fine. it out. Let it out, He'll Frank. be fine. You know what my favorite part of that story is, or was, or is, whatever? Is that he's is had that, this forever? Uh, <laughs> he's had this since, like, early <laughs> in the year, and yeah. then he came out and said, I know my body. I've never really had lingering problems. <laughs> <laughs> Except for this current one that's been lingering for months. Forever. Come back, Josh. Yeah, they said since early May, I thought it was. Yeah. Okay, well, let's talk about a real wide receiver, um, Josh oh, Gordon. Oh, my Stop. God. You did that. <laughs> Josh Gordon has been uh, officially reinstated to at least uh, come back. He's suspended for the first four games. And, of course, there are some conditions to him not getting banned for life. But... How are you guys approaching this in Dynasty? If you have him, are you selling him now that you can, or are you saying, hey, I held on to him this long, I'm going to keep riding? I think he's like a non-starter for almost anyone, right? Like Josh Gordon owners have held on to him so long that this little bit of good news is you know, exciting them, and they don't want to deal with him, deal him. And people who might even consider trading for him probably won't be willing to pay the price with the risk. So uh, I only have one share of him. I am not even – you. you'd have to throw me a pretty decent offer to get him just because I've sat on him for feels like eight years. Right. No, no, Scott's 100% right. If you've if you drafted him, you're holding him unless you're getting, you know, value. I mean, in a redraft, he's going in the eighth round. That's nuts. I mean, yeah. that's, that's kind of crazy. That's in redraft. The guy's a great, great wide receiver. Didn't he have two games over 200 yards? Like, I think he broke a record. I forgot what. what yeah, I mean, he was, was wide receiver one with only 14 games. Right, is, yeah. but he's an absolute moron. So if you can get his value, trade him absolutely. But he's hanging out with with Man, Manzel, mm-hmm. and I, I mean, is Ban is like the next time he fails, is it Ban for life? You said Ban for life. Is that really his next step in this I, I NFL think that's policy? Honestly, I mean, I think he was basically banned for life, pending uh, you know him keeping clean, and now he's he's clean supposedly. So I, I would imagine, yeah, the next time it's he's he's done. 
Well, speaking of weed, uh, Le'Veon Bell is facing suspension. For, Le'Veon Bell. This is what for, I'm saying. For skipping tests, uh, supposedly and allegedly multiple tests. So he's facing four-game suspension. Obviously, everybody's blowing up about D'Angelo Williams. Is there anybody else that you kind of see this could negatively affect them? Do you think Ben gets hurt from this, Big Ben? I don't mm. think so. I think losing Martavis hurt Big Ben more than Bell to D'Angelo. Right. But, uh, no, I'm not really downgrading them a whole lot, any of them really. I mean, maybe Bell it goes from that RB1-2 consideration to RB4-5 consideration just just for this year but uh, I, I suppose we should mention you know that he said he missed the tests because he changed his phone number and that I'm not going to be suspended but then they showed in the rules you have to notify the testers that if you change your number or address right. so uh, no, that's good, not, luck, he's, good luck he, winning that argument he's alright he should be he should be fine he told them that he changed his number and uh, they should leave him alone I think the NFL is just picking on Le'Veon Bell right now yeah <laughs> I just I'm didn't know I didn't I, I'm not doing anything wrong. You should let me do whatever I want. It, it's a harmless, a harmless misunderstanding. It's just a misunderstanding. <laughs> Frank, like, stop it. Leave the guy <laughs> alone. Change his phone number. Yeah, Frank if the number don't fit. Phone number. Tom Brady <laughs> destroyed his freaking phone. And where's he going to be for the first oh, yeah, four days? Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, wait up. <laughs> All right, some quick there. Jamal Charles, he's on the pup for training camp, even Good. though. Yeah, Frank, you know what? Screw you. Good. Kyle. Screw Good. you, Kyle. You talking about the Prez like this? That, um, unbelievable. This, is, this Good. show is completely off the rails within <laughs> five minutes. We, we, we finally Ty, tried Here's to... the thing. That Ty gets so much pleasure, so much pleasure in watching my teams self-destruct <laughs> but from Le'Veon Bell smoking and not and getting busted with this crap, to to Josh Doxon. No, no, he, no. This I have guy's a lot hurt. You don't have a lot. You have a lot of Doxon. I'm in probably like three leagues right now. Out of fifteen. Yeah. yeah, whatever. That's three. <laughs> Is that like when a guy tells a girl that he's slept with? Three women. Yeah. Well, actually, <laughs> girl. When a girl tells a guy that she she always slept with three guys. Yeah. All right. You add, yeah. you add, you times it by five. Yeah. Guys, you... Oh, is that it? Wow. Yeah, usually. <laughs> I just knew there was something... I've only slept with three guys. Wait, three times five. What the... F <laughs> okay, so before they all just turn off our episode here. How did we get here? <laughs> news and notes. Yeah, uh, this is what happens when we do news and notes, fellas. Yep. Yeah, all right. So let's... Uh, before everybody just turns off the show, I want to let them know we're going to do some auction strategy tonight. Um, Did we even we, talk about Jamal Charles or Victor Cruz? It doesn't matter. Jamal Charles is the greatest of all time. You can just and Victor Cruz is Victor Cruz is not on pup. There I'm going to make a bold <laughs> statement, and this might be teasing our later later episode. Victor Cruz will have at least a better season than he did last year. Oh, <laughs> oh wow! I think bold. just teased that we're going to be doing bold predictions later. Yeah, and uh, we're also going to be doing reach around. Ooh. Yeah, for those who have not checked in on the show before, that's where we look at a, a player's ADP, and we would reach a round to get them. By the way, Fantasy Football Calculator, uh, in the last week, I'm shocked that Martavis Bryant is still going in the 13th round. Who is drafting? It's Fantasy is... Football Calculator. <laughs> oh, yeah. my gosh. Like that's, that's actually pretty realistic to, like, home leagues. 
<laughs> it probably is. You're right. Okay, uh, Frank. I know that you are all about the auctions, and even though you refused to do an auctioneer impersonation last time for us, what I'm talking about? I'm gonna pop I'm gonna get pop I'm gonna get ten, 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 over here, I'm gonna get Yes. <laughs> that one. No, I'm the worst auctioneer because as you bid, if I'm in between, if it, let's say Ty, you are bidding against a player, and Scott is your opponent in that bidding, I would be like, you know, Ty, ten dollars. Scott, you gonna let Ty get away with this with CJ Pro Size for ten dollars? Oh no, you do that. Yes, I do that. Oh come on, man. Screw you. <laughs> <laughs> so this that's your strategy is basically work everybody against each other. Basically. So, so how do you feel about um, on these slow auctions? You know, like a 24-hour timer. How do, how do you approach this? Do you do you feel comfortable if you have to? Uh, you know, if somebody has a bid going for 23 hours, are you the the douchebag that's going to jump in there with with 18 minutes left? And, and uh, no, I wouldn't say 18 minutes, but. Let me just tell you that it's happened to me, and I went mad online a few times. <laughs> and this is, I want to say, like like five years ago or four years ago, like my first auction on here. And it's, I've learned that especially the, the, the proxy bidding-wise, yeah. you, you always, always have to bump up your, your bid with, like, an hour left. Always, always, mm-hmm. always put at least $10. I want to say... Here's here's a tip. I'm gonna let everybody know. I always put odd numbers. So like I'll put eleven, or you know seven or nine. I won't put like five or ten. I know five is not. It, it is fun when you get into really savvy leagues and you start having to do twelves and twenty twos and sevens <laughs> because because you got those guys doing the elevens and the sixes. Yes, yes. Yeah, but uh, uh, I I I do it way more than I like to admit. And when people do it to me, I don't care. It's part of the game to me. It's, yeah, I learned. I, I completely understand it. I've been doing auctions for well over a decade now, and it, it's just a thing. It happens. And sometimes it's it's actually just really good strategy to to let a guy run down, let other people spend have their money go off the board, and then bump up the player you want and let him sit there again. I mean, it, it's just good strategy sometimes. I don't understand the, yeah. the anger in it. I really don't. And and when someone does it to me, the the most you get out of me is a little shake my fist in the air, kind of, ah, <laughs> you know? I might even be relieved half the time. So, yeah. so I mean, like, I think in an auction draft, making up tiers, more, than, more so than a snake draft, but actually in an auction, having tiers of players where, you know, like, you can, you'll, you'll feel okay if, if you got if you have four guys in one tier and three of those guys are gone, like if you're not blowing all your cash on them, as far as nominations, would you guys go high for like OBJ, Antonio Brown? Do you push those out there, nominate them to get others to blow their cash? That always. way you can kind of pick up the yeah, yeah always. always. Um, yeah, sometimes I find that you get some breaks early on in the draft, like because everybody's holding on to their money because oh, you know, like OB Odell Beckham Jr. is going for twenty five against the cap. Yeah. Even though he should he should be going for around thirty, but let's just say he's going for twenty five against your cap. People like you know there's still Julio out there, there's still you know Antonio Brown. Everybody else is still out there, so some people won't go all in on a player. I like to identify which players I want on my team, regardless of when they get nominated in the beginning or at the end. So now the ghost from DLF had a great. It's called the Fads. It's basically an auction. I think it's to be actually to be honest with you, I don't know exactly what the acronym. 
stands for? F A D S. Fantasy Auction Draft Simulator, That's, I think. I guess so, or strategy, something like or that. Strategy, so I go with yeah, the I, I go with the aggressive approach. Yeah, I think it is strategy, right? I start with the aggressive strategy, and I spend about ninety percent of my cap on my starters. And out of that ninety of what's left of that ninety percent, I I spent about. 65 to 70 percent of that money on my wide receivers, and I use my tank, my tiers. I spent maybe five percent on quarterbacks because, especially you know, you know, start one quarterback league, and you know me, my tight ends. I'm not gonna go crazy on Gronk, <laughs> you, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I just you can besides Gronk after Gronk, they're all kind of you know muddled up. So I'll spend maybe five percent on my quarterback, five percent on my tight ends. Twenty percent on my running backs and everything else of my on my cash on wide receivers, and well, then one dollar minimums on my bench. It I completely just, depends on your scoring too, I suppose. Yes, of but, course. Uh, I assume you're just talking your normal PPR exactly. redraft league, home exactly. league, or something. Yeah. Do Do you guys have any hard fast rules, no matter what the auction is? Because I have one that has served me very well that. And I do, you know, tiptoe past the line occasionally. But let's go two hundred dollar auction. I never spend more than thirty bucks in a two hundred dollar auction on any player. I just don't find it valuable. Also, I almost never even bid on a player in the first day or two. Sometimes three days, just because of all that excitement and all those bids, it just seems pointless to me. I feel like middle to two thirds through the auction is where the real value is. Yeah, I agree with that. That's kind of where the tears come in for me because it, it kind of helps me from getting too excited, too aggressive. Um, if I see Nuke go up and OBJ, Antonio Brown, of course I want these guys, but perhaps I can get an, an AJ Green you know, for a, at a discount after these guys blow all their money for these, these other players. That's where the tears come in for me. Right, yeah. tiers are, are are totally important, but but now with scarcity of that of that position. Yeah, when you get to that last player, that tier, yes. and other people are right on <laughs> That's that. That's true. Yeah. Exactly. Look at capitalist situation. Picks. Capitalist yeah. picks with quarterbacks. With me, I was like, I'm not, I'm because it was two copies of everybody, right? In capitalist picks, everybody should know that by now. Yeah, um, in a super flex. Yeah. In a super flex. So the first go round of quarterbacks, I was like, screw this. I'm just gonna, you know, go with the second round because again, quarterbacks. And I paid through the nose on the second round of quarterbacks. <laughs> I should have totally went in the first copy of quarterbacks. So once these, once that scare, like you say, I'm gonna wait for AJ Green. But let's say AJ Green, everybody's thinking the same way. Now AJ Green's going for more than Odell Beckham Jr. Then what happens? You know, then you kind of you gotta you gotta play the field. You gotta play your owners and see where they're going. You gotta be you gotta be flexible in auction too. You you can make a blueprint. You can try it out. Have your tears, but when you need a wide receiver and there's only one left, you're gonna have to overpay for him. Sometimes you gotta overpay. I I I think that there's a lot of danger. You have to be flexible. I mean, a thousand percent correct there. Yeah. Uh, and every auction is completely different. There's real danger in being too flexible. Like once you go too far over the line on one thing, then you start trying to overcompensate here. You try to figure, you right. know, make a fix here, and all of a sudden you're way, off, you're completely off the board. You're just and then you're on tilt, and you just yeah, flip the tables. You start tilting, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you make a couple bad moves, and it's gonna throw your whole draft off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Try not to play revenge. Here's another thing that I got yeah. caught 
I got caught. <laughs> like somebody upbid me on a player. Oh yeah, early on. Like oh yeah, you want to upbid me on Andy Dalton? I'll upbid you on whatever Arizona defense. I'll upbid you on that, and then you get stuck. And I'm like, oh my god, I didn't even want this player. I mentioned this when Pigs was going on. It was about six or seven years ago. Uh, I stopped price enforcing completely. Absolutely, yeah. completely stop price enforcing. I, I will I, not I make a bid. Up. I will not make a bid unless I am completely okay accepting that bid. <laughs> you, I got you burnt get burnt way too many times. Yeah. Way too many you, times price enforcing. You spend five, six, seven years getting burnt at least once or twice <laughs> per year. You, <laughs> you decide no longer. Yeah, I didn't even want this guy. God damn it, <laughs> Eddie Bridgewater. Why? <laughs> Two dollars. Michael Pruitt for thirty-one dollars. <laughs> I'm in. Well, auction one, two. I think four, four or five auction. Uh, kitchen sink, NCL auction, Capitalist Pigs. Oh no, I think there's only four. Now I'm only in four. And then I got my home league, which is my favorite live draft. Great. I think I'm going to take some video this year. You should. I'm, I think I'm going to take some video. Yeah, I'll periscope it. Yeah, that would be fucking great. I and, you have a sweet, and you have a sweet board for it this year, too. I know. Yeah, you're right, Scott. I, I have a, a fantastic board now. We got this. I got this big-ass uh, jumbo board coming. But uh, what we do is, I'm like I said, I'm the auctioneer, and every time a person wins a player, I write how much the, person, uh, the player's worth. I put it on this board. And then I subtract it from there. I'm actually doing math. <laughs> wow. I'm like, this sucks, uh, but it's great. Uh, all inebriated, stumbling all over I, the place. I feel like, like everybody should have to keep track of their own math. I do. do I like said, that. listen, and if my numbers are off and you guys don't catch it, then some yeah. kind of Some kind of penalty. Do you, like, do you like just do player by player or do you do like – Quarterbacks in like the first four slots are quarterbacks. The next, like, do you do it like that? No, do we like... Do, I do play how, which team, uh, how they won the player. So oh, if they win a quarterback and a running back and then whatever, whatever. And then that wow. night, because our draft, our draft day is that Wednesday, September seventh. I oh, would man. probably, I would probably, I think I might, I would consider doing it like the starting positions at the top and then below it the bench. I think yeah. I would consider doing that because. Yeah. That that would that would just add to the strategy of people going, oh, that guy doesn't even have his starting wide receiver yet. Oh, that's was, a good idea. Like, I think I think that'd be pretty fun. Oh, that's a great idea. See, we right? have five keepers. We have five keeper rollovers, and that's what I do. If they have, if they keep a quarterback, I will put a quarterback then to the two running backs and then wide receivers or whatever. Nice. But um, but you're right. I should just do that. I, should I know, do and it's. Starters. I mean. Uh, we're, we're talking about the the board we got here was the jumbo board from uh, Bruno's draft kits. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's it's got enough rows for you to easily like do that and then have a space and then do the rest of them, which uh, is pretty sweet. Uh, I think yeah. I'm gonna have to get myself a table stand. But, I think uh, I want that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, it was like what was it like thirty five bucks for the table stand? Yeah, you know, actually, what you're talking about with the the amount of rounds you can go, you can actually do a custom board. Like, go online and go to their their Draft Board Genie. It's uh, I think it's DraftBoardGenie.com. You can go there and you can select the colors. You can put, you can upload images. Uh, I actually did one for the Bull Rush just to dick around with it and kind of mess around. (laughs) I'll 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 post that on Twitter just because I thought it was pretty cool. We do have we do have an uh, an offer for our listeners. So if you're listening. You can get fifty uh, percent off a custom draft board made only with the draft board genie. 
and that's up to $25 off for new orders. Uh, not reusable kits, just the new orders, uh, the new boards. But this, this thing's only going to be like two days. So you have until the 2nd of August. Uh, all you have to do is put in the coupon code BULL, B-U-L-L, all lowercase, and uh, you can get that discount. So that's <laughs> that's pretty sweet. I I'm gonna yeah. try to get my face on this board. I'm trying. To, I tried to use the genie. You said earlier. that last week. You said I tried to use it earlier. earlier. I swear to God, but I didn't what have it. What is your it. fascination with getting your face on a draft board? Because it would piss off everyone in my league. <laughs> <laughs> I want. I want to know what picture you're gonna use. Is, is it I, gonna I took a picture with my the, middle finger. Middle up. finger. Yeah, yeah, that one. That one. That, that's a good picture. That's a good picture of you too. That is a good picture, right? But it's yeah. not on my computer. It's on my phone. So I got to email it to me to get it on my computer. I just, I'm, I swear to you, I tried to do it before. <laughs> I'm like, son I, of a bitch. I will, I will take it off Twitter and Photoshop it slightly and send it right <laughs> over to you. <laughs> Thank. Yeah, somebody already put the the crying Jordan face on my face. So. You know yeah. what's crazy though with with this you know if you use the coupon code bull b u l l basically what happens it, this custom board you're building it can be cheaper than if you bought a standard board so I mean you might as well at least try this thing out this is only a, a two day offer um, so yeah like Scott said August second and then it's gone yeah and then, that's it's gone. It's gone. It's, it's usual. Really, really you want to get a get a board quick because drafts are coming up. I got a draft next week. Because I'm going do on vacation. Really? Do you really? Uh, yeah. I'm going on, va- on vacation the week after, and nobody can get around. No, the, no, not next draft, week. I'm sorry. The draft the you're after. in next week. Do, do any of your uh, the people in that draft listen to this uh, podcast? One. Carp. One? At Carp57. Nice. <laughs> you know what you should do? You should tell him uh, what player you would do a reach around for so that he can snipe you. I'm going to do that. <laughs> So let's move on to reach around. <laughs> so Frank, as Scott brought up there, um, what player would you reach around for so that Carp can hear this and snipe you on him? This is actually Carp's favorite rookie, late round rookie. It's DeAndre Washington. He's going in the twelfth round, the first pick in the twelfth round, and everybody's talking about uh, how Latavius Murray's not going to last. Whatever, whatever, whatever. But I think DeAndre Washington, it, obviously, if Latavius Murray does blow a hamstring or, you know, he runs up right, right, so he can't, he sucks, but whatever. So DeAndre Hopkins, you look at the 11th round, who's going in the 11th round? The Carolina defense, people, I mean, come on, what is going on? DeAndre uh, uh, Washington's <laughs> even a 12th rounder on FFC. Yeah, he's a, yeah, Are you on the standard tab or the PPR tab? The PPR tab, I thought. He's at oh. 12.01, right? Oh, yeah, 12.01. Yeah, so I'd take him in the 11th round. I mean, you look who's going in the 11th round, the Kansas City defense. Like, Eric Blunt is going in the 11th round. Uh, uh, Jameis Winston, I would take him absolutely in the 11th round. There's nobody there in the 11th round I want more than uh, than uh, DeAndre Washington. So, why not? You- you know who's going in the late thirteenth that I can get in the twelfth that I've been sapping up everywhere. I think Spencer I know. Ware. Spencer Ware. Yeah, I I have all the faith in the world in Jamal Charles. Let me say that. I <laughs> don't. I, thank you. Thank I, you. I, I, I love me some Jamal Charles, <laughs> but oh, come on. If they want to, sp- you know, spare him a little, or yeah. if he get, if something, God forbid, God forbid, I do not want this to happen. Yeah, screw you, Frank. Something happens. Yep, say it, Scott. Say it. 
Where where's the guy? I've been saying that I got him in SFB. I've said it for a while. Spares the Spencer. Where's the guy? I think behind there, and he's the guy most likely to get goal line if anything happens. And I only pick him because thirteen late thirteenth. Take him in the late twelfth. He's my what RB four, five, six maybe depending yeah. on the draft. That's that's worth it to me. I, I I think that's that's a very good price for a guy who has a legit chance to be pretty viable if and if anything happens. I'm I'm trying to be so nice to Ty right now. I know. <laughs> if you notice, they have Spencer Ware running back for Seattle right next to Yeah, that's, that's hilarious. Yeah, you so, have, so you don't like uh, Charkandrick West then as the the clear backup. No, no, I don't think I don't I don't know that there's a hundred percent clear backup, but I think if there was to be one, it's Ware, and Ware is definitely the goal line guy. So I'd much rather have him. Right. I actually it, heard uh, on, on the I think it was on on ESPN today that they're saying that pretty sure it was ESPN. It could have been a podcast um, that if Jamal Charles goes out, that's that. Um, Chikandrick West would take over the Spencer uh, the the Jamal Charles role, but Spencer Ware will still too. have his own. You know, they would be, literally be a running back by committee, but Spencer Ware would have the short line, uh, the, the the goal line, and the short distance uh, work. I'm so sick of this kind of news coming out. Like Philip Dorsett was a guy that I I was I was loving the late value in just because without with one less tight end, you know, <laughs> and Dwayne Allen being a mostly blocker, you got to figure they're going to trot out three wide receivers a lot more, right. <laughs> and Andrew Luck's probably going to throw it 700 times. I thought there was a lot of value there, just just in case potential value. And now he's getting like I, yeah, I was good. seeing buzz about him on Twitter today. I, you know, I wasn't on Twitter much today, but the little I was, I somehow managed to see some Dorset buzz, which annoys me. <laughs> well, that's because now they're talking about just like what happens this time of year everywhere. Uh, it's leaking out that Indianapolis is going to try more three wide receiver sets. So, yeah, yeah that's well, that's going to bump him. Yeah, I thought that was going to happen anyway, but yeah. you know, I suppose it's it's leaking. It's becoming the standard. Yeah. All right. Well, my reach around is uh, I have two of them actually. Man, uh, this happens every year. It it seems like doesn't it, Frank? Like last like during the season, Ty just loves to give so many more reach arounds hey. than we do. <laughs> I have two hands for a reason. I mean, Ty and his reach-arounds, man. It just happens. He's just all about it. I'm like freaking Oprah over here with my reach-arounds. All right, so I'm... You get a reach-around. You get a reach-around. Everyone gets a reach-around. That was a good Oprah impression. Good job. All right, so Travis Benjamin in the ninth round. Okay, ninth round, Travis Benjamin, and Will Ty, the Giants tight end, 15th round. I would gladly take Benjamin in the eighth and Will Ty. Hell, I'd take him in the thirteenth. I don't know, Frank. How do you feel about Will Ty? I know as a Giants fan, I love Will Ty. Uh, he outplayed Larry Donnell last year. He's mm-hmm. um, I love Will Ty. But now the only issue I might have a problem uh, is his targets. Let's just say Odell Beckham. Let and Odell Beckham is going to stay healthy. Sterling Shepard's now in the slot. Victor Cruz, like you said, is not going to start <laughs> off in the pup. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how many targets allowed are there, are there to go to, go around? Uh, plus, uh, Paul Perkins, the goat, is going to be running the rock. No, um, maybe, maybe, maybe Will ties fast enough to keep in line with Victor Cruz since Victor Cruz is maybe. injury, and he could just I'm run beside you, Cruz. Manning loves then. Victor Cruz. He loves Victor I Cruz. I know. I know. If he's I, healthy, I, he's going to get targets. 
I like the Benjamin call. Uh, I think that offense could be pretty darn good this year. Absolutely. Um, they they do have some they they do have to face uh some good defensive backs in uh Denver and Kansas City. <laughs> you yeah. know, and uh Oakland's defense is on the rise as well. So that's it's not going to be the easiest sledding for Travis Benjamin, but uh I do I do like that offense and I do like I do like that call. Um I'm going to throw another one out there. I got him in the in the 14th round of SFB, and I got made fun of for it a little bit. <laughs> uh, because I'm going to go with my hometown boy, Zach Zenner. <laughs> he's he's from oh, okay. Eagan, Minnesota, where right. I where I live. But uh, I I just I, he's another one. He's not he's not even like Ware and Charles. It's like Abdullah can bust. He can bust, and yeah. Zach Zenner could be the guy. Right, Ty. <laughs> Right, and you know he's actually going as the RB seventy nine right now in MFL tens. Like that's, oh, wow. it, it does not get more free than that. <laughs> so, uh, with that said, let's move on to bold predictions, and uh, I'll go ahead and go first here. We have this categorized into four segments. We have kind of bold, bolder, super bold, and insanely bold. <laughs> So it sounds like my, descriptions of like hot sauce. That's how these are descriptions. These are the levels of hot sauce with hot takes. So kind of bold. I have this guy you may have heard of, Zach Zinner. Wait, oh. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. It's it's Will, not like I did that just three minutes ago to steal your thunder at all. <laughs> oh, I missed that. Yeah, sorry, must have blacked out there. <laughs> no, Zach Zinner. I, I totally did that to steal your thunder. <laughs> I thought you were just trying to hook me up here with a segue, no, but you no, know, that's exactly actually I was. I was <laughs> trying to make a sweet segue. Now we're just gonna have to edit all this. No, I'm leaving this. Shit. All right, so kind of bold. Zach Zinner will lead the Detroit running backs in carries this season. Mm, so just carries, not, just carries, just because carry. I I understand what his role will probably be with Theo Riddick and Abdullah there. But listen, I'll admit I was nervous. When I heard that Arian Foster's name, you know, being floated around with the Lions, but he ended up signing with Miami, so I consider that disaster averted. Now, if you look at that backfield, yeah, Theo Riddick is pretty happy that Foster went to the Miami instead of yeah, Detroit. Of course, but if you look at that backfield, Abdullah is the <laughs> only threat that I see to to really cut into the potential carries for for ZZ. So Abdullah and Riddick should cannibalize each other in the passing game along with, now they have Anquan Bolden there, which I think those shorter routes, I think they'll be kind of eaten into that, but I don't think either of those guys, Abdullah or Riddick, really fits as well as Zinner for pure power running. You know, I mean, he's, like I said, he's going 216th overall. Wow. It's not really about the price, but it's it's the fact that I do believe that he will be uh, leading the lines with carries this season. Wow. Nice. I yeah. do think that is uh, it's kind of bold, but I I agree with it. So yeah, I could see that happening. So right. Frank, who's your kind of bold? All right, my kind of bold. I think we we spoke about this earlier, or maybe we we haven't. Um, it's Ebron finishes as a I put top five tight end, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna put some extra boldness on this kind of bold. I'm gonna go with top a top three tight end. Top three tight end. <laughs> Ebron's a top three tight end. Okay. Ebron's going to finish as a top three tight end. Uh, last year, Detroit was fourth in the league with 632 passing attempts, right? Now, Megatron has, uh, has retired. Tate had 128 targets. Calvin alone had 150 targets, uh, 49 targets. 
that's got to go somewhere. Ebron is there. I know Riddick had 99 targets last year. I could see that continuing. Abdullah, I don't even know how many, how many targets Abdullah had last year. But uh, Zach Zinner is not that uh, that target like out of the backfield monster. They'll they'll use Theo for that. But um, I could totally see uh, Ebron getting. What did he have last year? He had 70 targets last year for 47 receptions, 537 yards, and five touchdowns. That was 14th for, t- for tight ends. Why can't he, out of those 150, throw him an extra 50 t- targets? Why not? <laughs> throw Ebron's of 50 targets, and uh, that's 120. Give him a hundred, you know, give him like 80 something receptions and uh, close to a thousand yards. And uh, why not? He had five touchdowns on 47 targets. So when I give him 10 touchdowns, why not? I mean, we're just playing around here. Let's just get kind of bold here. So I could see Ebron. I don't even know what those stats put him at, but. Originally, it was supposed to be Ebron was the top five tight end. Screw it. We'll do a top three. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I do hope he blows up here. I got him Actually, in I hated him before, but you guys, you, really? Mocker, yes, you, Mocker, uh, Rotoviz, DLF, you guys wrote, everybody's writing some good stuff, and you guys convinced me. I'm like, you know what? It's his third year, tight end, it's his third year in the league. And uh, now that old saying, the wide receiver, the the third year in the wide receivers was their breakout year, now it seems like it's the tight end, tight end's third year. Scott, who's your kind of bold? My kind of bold is something that I've mentioned on here. I don't know if I was quite this bold. I I said it could happen a few times. But uh, my kind of bold is that A.J. Green ends the season wide receiver one. They lost a ton of targets. Eifert is, as a guy who's owned Eifert a lot, I don't know that that man knows how to stay healthy. I, I'm glad he got his, you know, what, 14 touchdowns last year or 12 touchdowns or something, something crazy. And maybe that he's got that in store this year too. But uh, And I, I do expect an uptick from Gio Bernard. But that's just a lot of targets to lose and, and to think that uh, – you know, Tyler Boyd and them are going to completely make that up. I, I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're going to lean on A.J. Green even more. I, I think that he could easily, not easily, but I think he could definitely be the wide receiver one when the end of the season comes. It's tough to draft him there just because just because you can get him later <laughs> in yeah. the round. But, but I suppose in a lot of places you can't make that decision. <laughs> You're kind of given your draft slot. But I definitely think he could be a wide receiver one at the end of the year. So uh, should I move on to Boulder and then, or do you want do to it. take it over to I? No, go ahead. My my Boulder is, as I look at it, I think it's actually way less bold than AJ Green being wide receiver one. Uh, my Boulder statement is that no rookie running back other than Zeke enters the top twenty-four running backs in fantasy. Hmm. And I know the top twenty-four is, you know, it there, there's usually a few rookies that jump in there, but I just don't have that kind of faith. I think Derrick Henry has a shot. He might have the best shot, uh, but I think he could still split somewhat with DeMarco, who I have zero faith in. But uh, <laughs> Derrick Henry, depending on his touchdowns, has a shot. But other than that, Procise, I mean, you guys know I'm not I'm not buying Procise just, just yet. I think dynasty-wise, he could be okay, and he might end up being that people compare him to David Johnson. Maybe that's down the line for him, but uh, I don't I don't think that's this year. I don't think he enters the top 24. Dixon, I, I like Buck Allen 
okay, and I like Forsett okay. According to the beat writers, it's completely Forsett's job. Um, you like pass catching backs with which all three of them are. They could all split. Uh, Devonte Booker, uh, they they just you know matched C.J. Anderson's offer sheet, and C.J. Anderson does, he looked really good at the end of the season, and yeah, he, does, he is he is. He's a lot better than some people give him credit for. I have no worries about Kenny and Drake. I mean, you go down the line, Paul Perkins in that Giants quagmire. Go, go. <laughs> Jordan <laughs> Howard in Chicago for a court coach that doesn't like playing rookies that much and uh, already Langford and Carey there, et cetera. I just, there, there's no one there that I think can enter the top 24 except for maybe Henry. Henry? Yeah. And I think he's going to be right on the edge. Okay. To kind of go against what you just said, my bolder <laughs> prediction. Uh, now you guys know I had to do this. Wendell Smallwood, <sighs> or as I prefer to call him, Wendell hashtag small eggplant emoji, will end up being <laughs> will end up being this year's Thomas Rawls. Now I understand the situation isn't exactly the same because Smallwood was drafted and appears to have a clearer path to starter touches, uh, and Matthews is already dinged up, but uh, the concept is the same. He'll probably be overlooked in many drafts in August. He'll end up being a golden waiver wire ad and potentially help a team win the championship. Or he could suck. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Matthews is already dinged up? Where the hell was I? Yeah, he uh, was the ankle, right? Twisted ankle? Tweaked ankle? Today? Uh, yesterday, I believe. Oh, my God. This yeah. dude, man. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. Oh, my Lord. Mm, I didn't know about that. I didn't. I didn't see that. that, that come across that my screen much. either. Uh, just, just search that hashtag uh, small eggplant emoji. You'll see it. Yeah, right. <laughs> Do they allow small. you to search that? Can you search emojis? I've <laughs> no. never tried that before. Uh, you should be I able wish. to. No, you just have to search hashtag small. You'll in see today's it. world, you. <laughs> yeah, everything's an emoji. It's our hieroglyphics. It's this. It, Two thousand years from now, when the aliens come and they be like, "What's the hell is this eggplant emoji? This is their hieroglyphics. Don't worry. This is they, this means er- erection." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love that the aliens know what a direction is. They studied it. They, yeah, they've been studying us. <laughs> so, Frank, who is your bolder prediction? I think I'm going off script here because I've used these bold predictions before. I think I'm just, uh, you know what? My bolder prediction, let's go with um, Crowell will be a running back one. What? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. Well, that so, should have like, went, went worse. Top wait, wait. 12? Yeah. Yeah, maybe that should have been insanely bold. That was on insanely bold. Son of a bitch. Oh, <laughs> man. Frank's drunk. <laughs> I'm drunk. All right, I'm going to move. All right, this is my bolder prediction. Flacco ends up a quarterback one. So that means he's going to end up a top 12 quarterback, scoring quarterback. Okay. There All right. Go. Uh, going to a offense that throws the ball. I think he was the first in the year, uh, first in the league last season. Tressman. Um, their wide receivers kind of worry me, but uh, I believe in Kamar Hagen. Um, they have about 17 tight ends that can um, do something and catch the ball, I guess. Uh, Darren Waller for president, um, <laughs> for, for secretary of state. Um, with Waller and Smelter, people just I know. will not get tall. off their jocks. Darren Waller is tall. No, I, oh, I my God, a, he's 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. I love him. I dropped him. him. I dropped him. I, I kept him last he's year. He's not great. <laughs> I kept him last year, and then I was like, you know what? 
screw it this year, last week. Um, so, according to the ADP, Joe Flacco, we're, we're talking uh, the fantasy calculator, whatever, ADP. Joe Flacco's 25th. So that is pretty bold to say yep. he's going to make that kind of jump. I mean, I mean, yeah. some pretty obvious guys that are top 12 guys, you know, basically Eli Manning, Ryan Fitzpatrick, you That's know. Right. Eli's going to be top 12. You know that Fitzpatrick is not going to be <laughs> top 12. Is that your Super Bowl prediction? Fitz tragic <laughs> will it's not be. normal and normal prediction. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Okay, that's 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 not bad. I mean, Trustman offense, Flacco's got a cannon. Um, Kamar Aiken, goat. Yeah, we just uh, uh, yeah, goat. Okay, I I I don't think it happens. I, I, um, but, I don't think it happens either. I'm not. <laughs> but, but we're we're, <laughs> we're it's talking a bold in prediction. Boulderalities here, or whatever. <laughs> that's not a word. The law, This is like got a twenty percent, if that, uh, probability okay. rate. You know, like we, it's. Twenty percent, twenty percent chance. So basically, he's got a better chance of uh, Teddy Bridgewater of being a top twelve quarterback than Frank has of making the playoffs in SFB. So okay. I'm winning. I don't understand what you're talking about. I'm winning. You're just pulling these numbers out of your ass. I'm winning the SFB. If I Ty has a sixty-three percent chance, and that's with excellent, excellent waiver wire team management, excellent. How'd my percentage drop in a week? Come on, you went sixty-three. What did you have? Sixty-five. Sixty-five, man. Come on. Oh, I'm sorry, two percent. All right. right. So since you broke up the order here, uh, (laughs) Frank, who is your super bold prediction? Is that uh, going to be Crowell? Yeah, let's go with Crowell. Crowell's <laughs> going to be a running back one. I don't care. That is <laughs> super bold. Hugh Jackson's going to run him into the ground. Like he did if that's Jeremy super Hill bold, I can't wait to hear you're insinely bold. I have no idea what this is. you're going to think is. of while Ty and I talk. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, that's Crowell it. Crowell ends up a running back one. Well... The Browns. Should I do running back fifteen? No, I do figure the Browns will score a lot of points this year, so that's going to help. Wait a second. Wait a second. (laughs) Um, And and Crowell, you know, he can get a lot of PPR points because Duke John. Oh. Oh boy. Duke Johnson's overrated. Please. You guys, everybody talk about. uh, I I agree with you. Who's on everybody's jock? Duke Johnson. Oh my God, this guy's great. Oh my God. He still plays for for the freaking Browns. Please, if he if Crowell can't do it, neither can Duke. And it's and it's a new coaching staff. I mean, who knows what? You don't know what's gonna happen. Could happen. But yeah, no, I I do agree that it seems like everybody's a little too high on Duke Johnson. But I understand it. You know, they they want all right. those PPR points. They want that to be duplicated. We'll see if it happens. And let's be clear: this Crowell being a running back one has about as good <laughs> the, the likelihood of happening as Ty winning us uh, the SFB. This is like really. Ty already good. won. I, this is it's not, already happened, pal. Already happened. SFB four. Ty has a 100% count. chance of winning an SFB in his lifetime. No, SFB <laughs> 4 does not count. I'm sorry. SFB it just doesn't. Dick. you got to have more than 12 people in a league for it to count. <laughs> it just doesn't count. I would argue winning a four-team te- four te- four league is is a lot of luck. It's really hard. <laughs> exactly. Ty was lucky. Ty was very lucky winning that league. 
No, he wasn't. He had Jamal Charles. There's no luck involved oh, when you have exactly. Jamal Charles. That's it. That's it. Jamal Charles, Matt Ryan. That's all you need. That's it. Roddy White. <laughs> Roddy White. Scott, oh. who is your uh, Super Bowl player? It's not a player. Well, maybe. Only one rookie wide receiver. I don't know why I went all rookies with these last two. Only one rookie wide receiver will score more than five touchdowns. Who's it going to be? Sterling Shepard. Treadwell. Oh my God! Of course. Get oh, that. you kidding? This is really super bold. <laughs> I, I said that's because Teddy Bridgewater, with his two years in a row, fourteen yeah, touchdowns. I was gonna say Treadwell's gonna get thirty-three percent of. It stills. <laughs> no, I, you kind of put me on the spot there. I didn't really. <laughs> I don't have a. I don't have a lot of faith. And now that, now that Josh Doxson, you know, is injured but uh, lingering, Josh, but he never has you. lingering injuries. He'll be fine. Uh, that that just makes me that much happier. Even though I I didn't expect Doxson to have like a a breakout year one. With all the with all the pieces that are already there, but no, I I just I just don't think that this is a, a touchdown happy season for the rookies. I think guys like Sterling Shepard and Tyler Boyd and those they they might have okay fantasy seasons and decent targets if they even get if they get into starting roles. Corey Coleman, uh, but I don't know that they're touchdown scorers. It, hmm. Honestly, Doxson and Treadwell are more touchdown scorers than those other guys, and Doxson you know hurt buried. Uh, and Treadwell quarterback 14 touchdown passes. Uh, I don't have a lot of faith in in the touchdown production from this wide receiver class this year. See, why are you guys making sense with your bold predictions? This is supposed to be bold predictions. This shit ain't supposed to make sense. I have to argue. <laughs> I have to. Well, okay, I'll make it bolder. The only one rookie wide receiver scores five. I said more than five. I'll go with just. Oh, there you go. There's a... More than four. I'll I'll make it even bolder. There, fine. All right. And it's gonna be Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Who do you, who do you got for Super Bowl that I I oh man, just read it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here we go. You ready? Super Bowl prediction. Keenan Allen will not finish the 2016 season as a wide receiver one. I hate you so much. I know you do. so bad. That's just as bad as Crowell being a running back one. Let me just tell you that. That's just as bad. All right. Well, hear me out. Whenever you discuss Keenan Allen's outlook for this year, the first thing people point to is the amount of targets he received in eight games last year, which was, you know, is over 10 games or 10 targets per game, which is awesome, right? Uh, and now he's got Ken Wisenhunt back because Ken Wisenhunt sucked in Tennessee and got fired. So, anyway, the reason I think he'll finish outside of the top 12 wide receivers isn't the easy narrative of he won't stay healthy, but because he isn't the only show in town anymore. As I mentioned before with my reach around, Travis Benjamin, who I wrote about for Rotoviz, has an excellent <laughs> opportunity, <laughs> has an excellent opportunity in front of him. And I believe he, along with temporarily healthy Stevie Johnson, will, will cut into Keenan Allen's looks just enough to prevent him from being a wide receiver one. And I'm not saying he's going to drop far from it, but I do think like the wide receiver 14 to 16 is where he'll end up. Uh, and right now he's being drafted as wide receiver eight. No, I, you're wrong. That's it. <laughs> well, the, I, the ADP I'm looking at, the PPR ADP I'm looking at, uh, has him at wide receiver nine. So let's let's talk about the boldness of your prediction. I know you're That's you're thinking you're Super thinking boldness. one of Jeffrey Evans, Cooper, Cooks, Marshall now has Fitz back. 
uh, Landry Hilton, Thomas. You're just saying three of those get in front of Keenan Allen. Mm-hmm. That, that's all you're saying. Um, uh, Kevin Benjamin, Sammy Watkins, sure. Dante Moncrief. So real super, super bold right there. <laughs> I will say this <laughs> as a guy who's incredibly high on Keenan Allen and has kind of a uh, I don't know if I was like if I was like a 25 year old girl I'd be throwing out the hard eyes emoji or something on <laughs> Keenan Allen this year. But yeah, I, I really 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 like Keenan Allen, so I completely disagree with you. But I don't I I don't think it's the the worst prediction. I don't think it's completely out of the realm of possibilities, and you make good points. Frank, go on Twitter and say that, and see. Just watch your mentions. Oh, Keenan Allen's not going to be a, a, a top ten quarterback, a, a wide receiver. Is that right? Yeah, top twelve. But that's kind of unfair because if you say anything bold, like if you put any of these twelve statements here we have on Twitter, you'll get you'll get the truthers of the opposite side after you. So let's bold turn this bitch up to eleven, right? Okay. Let's go insanely bold. My insanely bold prediction is Nathan Powell will lose his virginity in 2016. <laughs> <laughs> that's, right, no, that's, that's, that's not really it. <laughs> that's just not going to happen. All right, so Delaney Walker will lead all tight ends in fantasy points per game in 2016. Fantasy points per game in 2016. What do you guys think mm. about that? Did you put fantasy points per game because you feel like he's going to miss games? I'm just, I'm just completely curious why you put that instead of just being... No, I, I think that there's going to be a little bit more up and down. Like if you compare him to uh, just say Jordan Reed, I think right. Jordan Reed with Kirk Cousins is going to be more consistent, whereas Mariota's okay. probably going to have a couple bad games. Uh, you gotcha. know, Mariota might miss a game. Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah. Yes, that's insanely happen. bold. I don't, I don't see it happening. It's it's possible though, so I guess that's the fun part of this being insanely bold. But man, uh, if you remember a few shows ago, I was very anti Delaney Walker, and you got me up to accepting Delaney Walker right. as as right. okay. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, yeah, that's bold. I I'm uh, no, I don't think it's happening. But uh, good for you for uh, trying. <laughs> Gold star. Good. All right, Scott. Effort. Let's let's hear yours. Let's hear yours, Scott. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I I love that I'm I'm so Viking centric this show. <laughs> Given the Vikings defense and our O line coming back healthy and uh, the upgrades, I know Load Halt's gone, but uh, I think that we kind of planned for that. They play ball control. They lean on Adrian Peterson, knowing that. His cap hit, his his contract is huge next year, mm-hmm. and maybe we don't keep him. They ride him and run his wheels off. They just they just take everything they can out of the tank. They they run him on fumes. They don't care. And Adrian Peterson goes for over two thousand total yards. I don't see that being bold. I don't see that being bold. Really? No. At this point, the way they used him last year, I mean, like it seemed like McKinnon was cutting into him a lot last year. Yeah, but they're just gonna. Adrian Peterson doesn't even play in the in two minute drill anymore. Yeah. Right. I think. I mean, he's just he's Adrian Peterson, man. Like, (laughs) yeah, Adrian Peterson gets two thousand total yards. Okay. Yeah, I could. I could totally. I mean, it's not gonna be crazy. Just like your, but I'm changing my Super Bowl prediction. By the way, you guys, you're insanely bold predictions. We're gonna. Okay. I know how you guys are. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So, now that I'm looking at it, maybe you're right because last year Adrian Peterson had. 1,707 total yards. 
So add an extra two hundred and whatever, three hundred. Yeah, yards just just add an extra three hundred. Yeah, yards. I, I think that's, that's perfectly fine. So you think uh, they're gonna just basically give him the uh, the rental car treatment? Yeah. Yep. That's what I, that's what Scott was saying, and I'm agreeing. He's gonna he's ride funny. the crap out of him and potentially let just let him go now. Scott I think made that's in the realm of realm of possibilities. I think Scott it's bold. made this insanely bold prediction. I agree with him, and then he attacked me for agreeing with him. <laughs> <laughs> that's what this show is about. I know. I know. <laughs> we don't make sense. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what's gonna happen next? But what you know, I could totally see. I could see that happening. Why not? Realm Getting of possibilities. Close Getting close to two thousand at least. Yep. This is gonna blow your mind. Lamar Miller will be the running back one overall next year. <gasps> wow, he will lead all running backs in points. There were people that took him number one overall in SFB. Just saying. Just saying. These are That's smart true. people. Yeah, that's yeah. Oof. I well, was yeah. As a guy who's back. going as a top five running back, you you want him you want him to be number one overall. That's what you're saying. Yep, he's gonna he's gonna finish the season number one overall. Number and he's one consistently going top five. Yeah, well, you know what? Yeah, it's not Keenan that bold. Allen. That's oh, about oh, it. That, oh, Keenan <laughs> Allen's not gonna be a running back one. He's gonna end up as being. He's definitely not gonna be the running back one. Okay, Lamar Miller is going as running back five. Okay. And you want him to be running back one. That's, that's your right. insanely I'm playing bold. this game. I, you guys want to play this game? And I'm playing this AJ, game just AJ like you guys Green, play this game. AJ Green is going as wide receiver, uh, wide receiver number five, same as Lamar Miller. Mm-hmm. I predicted him to be wide receiver one, and that yep. was just my regular bold pick. Yeah, okay. So. <laughs> Make it, say Lamar Miller is going to get... 3,000 total yards. Lamar Miller is going to get Lamar Miller is going to get 2,000 yards total yards, and he's going to be the running back one. Okay, we'll do it like that. Close to wow. 2,000 yards. You heard it here for, first, folks. Lamar Miller in the first. Adrian Peterson in the second. You're going to have 4,000 total yards. Kind of like people were predicting for Amir Abdullah and Zach Zenner last year. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and Zeke this year. Zeke's going to have 2,500 yards. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. I forgot. He's, you know, And Duke, gonna... oh, Duke Johnson's going to have uh, at least 2,500 yards combined <laughs> receiving alone. I mean, well, are you kidding me? So the title of this show is Cynical Bitch Fest, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the name of the podcast. I'll tell you, from the, from the get-go, this one has been just at our throats. It's great. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Okay, so we uh, we said on the last show that if you followed us and Bruno's Draft Kits and you uh, gave us a TBR loser, hashtag TBR loser suggestion, that we would uh, we'd get, we'd send you a draft board from uh, courtesy of Bruno's Draft Boards at Bruno Dra- Bruno's Draft Kits on Twitter. We're going to pick at Truffle Scuffle. And <laughs> let me tell you, this is an incredibly specific one that none of us would get a loser letter or, as he put it, the whole damn word. But if you ever traded OBJ for Cordero Patterson, take the whole damn word. And then he put a screenshot of him making that trade. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, from 
from October 4th of 2014. This would have been, you know, start of the season when uh, Odell Beckham would have still been that he might have been coming back the next week or so. You yeah, know, right. that, that the was probably first four right, weeks. right in that was probably the tail end of the first four weeks that Odell was out. <laughs> so right before Odell Beckham came, <laughs> he got rid of him. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god! So, like, people who dropped them in my league, but go ahead. Yeah, the, the truffle scuffle. When I read that, I was I was laughing a lot. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, we're trying to ease the pain, so yes, congratulations. So. And um, what you're getting is the uh, jumbo board from Bruno's draft kits. It's freaking huge. Um, and you're also getting a Bruno's draft kits bottle opener, which is pretty sweet. That's that is pretty awesome. Congratulations, man. And. Uh, and uh, to our listeners, do remember, we said it earlier in the show, in case you're still listening, use the coupon code BULL, all lowercase, B-U-L-L, uh, when you're using the draft board genie on uh, brunosdraftboards.com. Uh, you'll get 50% off a custom board uh, made only with the draft board genie, up to $25 off. Obviously, new orders only, not the reusable kits, but uh, the, the draft board, using the draft board genie. Uh, you have until August second. It's only a couple days. You got it. You got to do it right away. Yeah, we're gonna post a picture of the the uh, custom bull rush board we have. So uh, that'll be under the the bull rush Twitter account at bull rush podcast. That's gonna wrap up this show. You can follow Scott at scottfish24, Frank at dynasty frank, myself at ty stl. We will see you next episode. Later, guys. See ya. Whatever. Whatever.